In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers, and we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, and it's also a radio show. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Our guest is the host of Backyard Bar Wars, premiering on July 8th on True TV. It's our old friend Chris Stefano. Dan, I got some info for you. Yeah, shoot. Okay, so, you know, I, I do my podcast. I got I got my podcast called the, uh, the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. Sure. And I have, I have Jasmine, my girlfriend's transgender uncle, T.T. Jerry, okay. comes on the show. And he's, he's a transgender guy. He's been in and out of prison for the last 25 years. He came on. I the saw episode. it. I've seen the clips. Oh, you've seen it. Okay. Yeah, so it's great. Jerry. So we did. So so the other day on an episode, uh, we we said like you know like uh, that show hot or not, and we did yeah. it with we did it with comics, and TT Jerry went fucking wild for you, Dan. And Ooh. then we pulled, and then we and then and then and then we like we went into a little bit of your life, you know, like we googled stuff and like pulled up sure. your name. And he was he told me because I was like, oh, I'm actually doing a show with him tomorrow. And he's like, well, you need to tell him that if he ever wants to come over to my way, that he'll get his dick stuck. Right. And then he was like and he was like and he, his girlfriend needs to watch her back, too. No, well, I mean, I don't want you I know, swear to God. I love my girlfriend. I don't want her to, uh, you know, get upset. Are you That's upset, Jay? Said well, no, no, Jay, Jay wasn't on. Jay, Jay wasn't on. Did he say anything about me? No, no, no. No, we pulled up Dan. So we pulled up Dan. We pulled up Dan, uh, Normand, and um, Gary Veter. <laughs> Dude, what if you were? Uh, by the way, you were one more handsome guy away from me being like, oh, so you only also made it like super handsome guys. Yeah, but- Veter <laughs> saved your ass. What if Veter would have won? What if he would have been like, <laughs> fuck all of them? She would have crushed Dude, Veter. TT is convinced Norman's gay. She was like, oh, I know he's gay. She's like, as a matter of fact, I may have seen him at the clubs. <laughs> I was like, Everybody. he's definitely got Norman's like, hey, what's up? We're sucking each other hey. up. Pump it, pump it, triple this. Hey, uh, cover my mouth, you queer. Yeah. Well, you, uh, congratulations not only on the show, but of the birth of your second daughter, uh, Violet. Is it Violet? My I got Delilah and Violet, my second Puerto Rican daughter. Uh, I'm a he- I'm a hero. I mean, a lot of white people are out there. They're going to protests and they're talking about what they do for people of color. I'm making people of color. So yeah, you're an ally, dude. That's yeah. a real ally. I'm an ally, Good job, dude. Yes. yes, backyard uh, wars. Backyard. Uh, ba- what I was gonna say is, are you? Uh, That's why they called him Chrissy. Put his dick in anything to Stefano. <laughs> Chrissy empanada cock. Yeah, Chris will just spooge in you, old spooge in you to Stefano. Yeah, dude. We, I mean, yeah. Oh, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say it was like classic me again. Like you know, just nine months ago, <laughs> I had sex once. Boom, baby. Here we are. It's just what it is. Most potent sperm in the, on this side of the Mississippi. It's crazy. I think you're like Bob Marley, and you probably have kids everywhere that you're just not telling us about. Dude, yeah, I don't. I feel like I actually can't believe two things. I can't believe 
is I can't believe that I only have two children, you know, that okay. I know about. And also, I can't believe I don't have herpes. It's one of those things yeah. where it's like, even like every time I get STD tested, I'm like, I check again. I know I have to have herpes, but I swear to God, I don't. I've never had it herpes one or two. Like, you You're know, like one of those World War II yeah. veterans that survived the storming of Normandy, you know, when he like ran up the beach and like, you didn't get shot once. He's like, no, ran clear from no. the boat up right there to the machine gun no. tour. I thought herpes once. It was, jelly, it was a jelly bean in my dick hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was jelly belly, so it looked flesh colored. Yeah, it must have fallen out of my mouth when I took a fucking when I took a fist in, <laughs> I took a fistful. One one snagged away and went in my bush. Well, Chris, now that you have two small children, Big J found a book near him that he brought. This was a topic you would have had on Legion of Skanks. So we'll bring it to you in the less. Less offensive form. Definitely a less offensive form. What By the way, check out there. Legion of Skanks comes out on Friday on Gas or on YouTube. Well, I found out that there is a, a lot of books that feature uh, illustrated children's books that feature uh, special needs children, sure. which gives which gives the artist artistic liberty to create what they think a drawing of a handicapped child looks it's, like. It's pretty bleak. Which is, uh, and, and we went through that and that was hilarious. They, they take bonfire. some liberties, they take some liberties that are kind of cruel in certain points. But that's not necessarily bonfire material. That's yeah. late. That's well, late. Like, no, that's after hours Legion of Skank stuff. But what we did decide to look up today was, because somebody sent me another one that was like, so your daddy's going to jail. So I was like, oh, there, but there's all kinds like of just wacky topics for books. Yeah. Like just uh, to have people, they think kids want to read books, and like I don't think this eases the blow. I don't think giving them cartoonish puppetry to go like, I'm sorry, your dad left because your mom got too fat. <laughs> Would you give you what? What were you gonna say? No, I was saying, what does this say? Mom and dad glue. Yeah, it's what about divorce. There's different kinds. Oh, that's what we're saying. We're looking dyslexia. up ones. They're all, what they're all about. Oh, so, okay. A rhyming short story about a coming to terms with his parents' divorce. That's fine. Very That's much. understandable. I think the divorce, the divorce uh, genre has been explored for decades now. Now we start getting into fucking silly brains. Yeah, dyslex- dyslexia. I don't. Maybe I have it. And learning differences. Why does Katie's? Why do they always use the Katie? Book, the book is called. Wait, the book is called. If you're, you're so, so smart, smart yeah. how how come you can't spell Mississippi? Oh, suck on that, Dan. Dude, I can't spell Mississippi. Can you spell Mississippi with your eyes closed? M I M I double S I double S I double P I. Yeah, M S M M S M I S S I S S I P P I. Yeah. Wow. Why can't you spell it? Because you're a learning different kid. Yeah. Good. Why does Katie? Yeah. By the way, don't name your kids Katie. It turns out, because odds are it's my girlfriend's name, and there she's in every one of these books. Uh, every one of these books has a Katie. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, and Katie's always you, special needs. Are you gonna Are you gonna buy books, specific books for your daughters, called like Why well, Daddy's on the Road? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, why like, is my mom I, so fiery and my dad so bland? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why does my mom always hit? Why does mommy always hit daddy with a frying pan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know, my daughter, the, only, the you know, she reads, she reads a lot of like she. To be honest, dude, her favorite fucking by far favorite books are Dr. Seuss. All the Dr. Seuss books, she absolutely loves. So yeah. it was like when all that Dr. Seuss shit was happening, I was like, 
you know, talked to Jasmine. I was like, you know, should we like not be giving her Dr. Seuss books? And she was like, no. She was like, fuck that. She was like, we're giving her. It's kind of awesome to be with Jasmine because she's like a Puerto Rican girl, but is so like anything that's like woke or she just fucking loses her mind about, which you would think like a Latina, like well, Latinx, she was like, that's the dumbest thing. She's like, if you ever call me Latinx, she's like, I'll slap you right in your fucking face. But you know, <laughs> but you know what's funny? Like the, when you go back on those things, like they used to have like the really like, uh, like there was very racisty cartoons, like with like oh, yeah. Bugs Bunny stuff. And like when I heard the Dr. Seuss thing, I was like, what books are they getting rid of? I go that are so, and then we, I think on Legion of Skanks we did like go through them a little bit, and like oh, there's like stuff I didn't realize it was like stuff that was I thought it was like trying to like make connections, you know? Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. you understand clear that the the the, the who's the who's are the black people? Yeah, it wasn't like that. It was like actually it was like big lipped like Sambo drawings like in Doctor Seuss books. And I was like oh shit, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, you never because those ones didn't become they those ones probably phased out a long time. But that ago, makes for me that th- reason that know? makes me think like did uh, Charles Schultz and like Peanuts did he have like questionable drawings? Those are like the old tweets for artists. They're like yeah. what were your old drawings? Yeah, I mean you know she it's it's crazy like being you know like Jay like you know like being a parent it's kind of like like all these issues, like it's almost like there's too many issues now where I'm just like, I don't know, just treat everybody with kindness and respect. If somebody disrespects you, just punch them in the stomach and then tell the teacher, like, just like, I I don't know, like, I I like give up. I'm like, you know, she, you know, like she was like, you know, the the ice cream people uh, in Bay Ridge, they had F, they have, they still have Eskimo pies. And, you know, my daughter was eating an Eskimo pie. I remember last summer. And people were like, is this racist? Should we be still serving Eskimo oh. pies? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah. I'm, Eskimos, like, it's a fun, what do you, what do you what, Inuit pies? They sound like they suck. <laughs> Inuit pies, <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> that's got to be tough, especially if you are, if you, dude, if you're that. Settler's pie. Yeah. That sounds like it's good. White not, man pie. It's <laughs> just vanilla ice cream. Pioneer pie. Pioneer pie. This is ah. taste. It's a little different flavors from all these different cultures. If you're an if you're an Inuit and you're like, yeah, dude, but I love Eskimo pies. It's also Eskimo is such a fun word. Well, you know, too, it's Chris, a- my my, my uh, you know my daughter on her mom's side is Colombian and Argentinian, so same thing. Oh, but God, like, you guys uh, got real Latin fever, huh? Yeah, real. Hell yeah, Latin dude. Fever, but um, yeah. you guys like a spicy. No, same Latina. thing. Like my daughter, like I just I don't know. I've always just spoken like not freely in front of her for sure. Like. I explained to her pretty young what the difference between like a joke was and being yeah. shitty to people or being mean, yeah. you know, and like uh, she developed kind of a thing. But yeah, I don't know. It's like the over like but she doesn't care. I said I've said this on stage a bunch, too. But like my daughter I was so happy at 18 years old when I called her to ask her if she was excited about Biden winning. And she was like, oh, did he win? And I was like, good. <laughs> don't give a fuck either way. Exactly. You're 18. Care. Who gives a shit? Oh, man. No, but so many 18-year-olds do. And There's I'm so a happy different... she doesn't. I'm so happy that she's like, I don't know. There's a, a different universe where Jay's daughter's just right in his ear about every episode of Legion of Skanks. Like, you just sit there and you let Lewis talk like that. And you just laugh. I think, I think on the most basic level, like she's a person, if someone's like, uh, that's a Trump uh, person over there that she probably assumes that they're like, you know, she's assuming like the caricature of what they've made that. But like, sure. uh, I don't think she overly gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like she doesn't. Yeah. She's not. She's not. She's not like oh, Biden won like freedom for this country. <laughs> you know, whatever shit. She has no passion like about any of it, which is 
absolutely okay with me. Yeah. I could have yeah, met 18. It, I didn't give a fuck about anything. No, the kid, and you know what? Like, I mean, I live in Bay Ridge where it's like, it's like a different world out here where like, yeah, none of the kids even care. The 18 year olds, I, they, I, there's no, first of all, there was no, pro, like no protests or anything happened in this neighborhood. It just, it just never, cause I think like, this is where a lot of like the off duty police live here. So like nobody came like marching. I remember when like the big marches like happened in the summer. I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, like I was like, you know, we should go outside and you know, it's like, cause you know, the message, I agreed with like the message. And then we went outside, me and my daughter went outside and I swear to God on my block, just on my block, I saw five off duty cops sitting outside in their porches with their service weapons in their laps just waiting, just waiting for someone to come down the block and i was like wow this Jesus. is i live i live in a different part of brooklyn they're like, like hey I, creasy hey. the only parade that's happening is us with our guns buddy yeah it was the, fun, the funniest thing was being like barricaded in we, we lived on the ninth precinct block in the east village before during all the black lives matter so we were like fenced in behind behind the cops what like you know what they were barricading was our block so we'd be behind the right. cops and there's nothing funnier than is like the uh the like you can't explain with your eyes or anything why you're standing on the side of the police <laughs> while 2000 black people march by like yelling at the cops and I'm behind them I'm like go yeah <laughs> you look- it looks like no matter what like, I'm going like Go get him! Get out of here! Get him! Yeah, <laughs> no matter it. what you get look out like. of here. What are you looking at? Standing all the way behind him. Going, Don't touch my block. Get him out of here! <laughs> yeah, look, you, you can't look so like you're funny. just on their team. That's so funny. They're like, "Why are you but over there?" Also, imagine I... the idea if I make a spectacle of myself. Like, go let me out of these barricades, and then I march. And then when I get tired of marching, I come back and go, "Hey, you guys, let me back into the barricades." What I if, live on the block right there. Over there. What if <laughs> that's how you have to get out to get smokes? You're like, "Let me out! I want social justice." Also, I need a pack of smokes. Well, that was a lot. That they had to move the they had to move the gates for us to pull our car out or to pull. Uh, and so then it looked like you were being protected completely. Complete. Oh, did we also uh, have a black Ford Explorer? Which uh, looks like it's just a police vehicle, honestly. Yeah. So I was like, and so sometimes they'd be like, we're shutting the block down. We were turning onto it to park. We go, we live on the block. And they go, sorry, we got to keep it shut down. I go, guys, yeah. please don't make me park a black Ford Explorer like near here. <laughs> like, let me just get it in front <laughs> also, of the place. Please. I got fake lights in the back. I'm sorry. I'm just going to tell you right now. I impersonated a police officer. One time I got pulled over. This is like, I don't know, maybe like uh, two years ago. It was like right before the pandemic. So whatever, 18 months. I got pulled over and I was like, you know, going to get my license registration out. And the cop came up to me and he looked and he goes, oh, you undercover? I was like, <laughs> what? He goes, oh, you're, you're undercover? He goes, sorry. And then he like ran back to his car and sped off. So just off my look, he Damn. thought that I was under. He thought he pulled over some like an undercover cop. I was like, oh, I was. I didn't know what to say, but I was like, I, I didn't wasn't. know. Vi- I didn't know Vice was out tonight. Oh. All right. <laughs> hey, God bless. I hope you stick that motherfucker. Like, stick who? I yeah. hope you bring down all of him and all of his compatriots. It's dirty fucks. That's not what we got in this business. Well, that's why when you popped up in uh, that damn Michael Che in the first episode, I was like, perfectly cast, perfectly Bro. cast. And this is this is how crazy this world is. I, I do that. I do that sketch, you know, because like. Uh, uh, Che texted me a couple of nights before. He goes, "Hey, I just wrote a part for like a like a racist, like a racist but fun-loving cop, and I thought you'd be perfect." I was like, "Okay, thank you, I guess." And he was, and 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 he was like, uh, "So you know, did the show, whatever." And then somebody put it on TikTok. That scene put it on TikTok. I got like, I'm not lying, like maybe 50 messages from people calling me a racist and what a pig <laughs> I am and how disgusting I am. I was like. 
I was acting. Michael yeah. Che wrote that, not yeah. me. I read his lines. Che just got you in trouble. Don't you hate that you have to even start saying that? Did you actually reply to anything like that? No, 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 no. You couldn't imagine. I know, so dumb. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... By T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. Yeah. The best thing I've done, like, in my life for, like, my own, I don't know, I guess mental health is on social media now. I just post what I got to post, and then I don't check anything. The, on, the only way that I know messages come in or out our comments is, is Homeless Pimp, the guy that produces all my yeah. stuff. He has the codes to my you know, stuff. And he looks at the messages. If, if there's anything like crazy or like he brings something to my attention that we could talk about on the show, but dude, it's not a part of my life anymore. And my mental health has went up like yeah. so much just from getting out of it. Because I realized, I mean, I know we all know this, but now to like live it where it's like, once you just get out of social media, like all those problems, they don't exist. Like in the real world, if you don't watch the news and go on social media, pretty much everything is okay. Like you don't have any actual, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, Not like wrong. if you're, if you're healthy and your family's healthy, I know each people have individual problems, I'm sure. But it's like, you just like, I, I couldn't believe like how like unbelievably better my life got when I just disconnected from all this shit and just try to control the problems that are in front of me. If I see somebody getting hurt or sick or yeah. whatever, an injustice. A- yeah. Do you think a TikTok person who gives you shit for being racist on a clearly filmed for television thing do you think they live in a world where they're like, they believe Edward Norton was like a schizophrenic murderer who then became a racist that went to jail, <laughs> turned his life yeah. around, came out and got yeah. into a fight club? They're like, don't even and start then, me on like, Keanu he, Reeves. Became, he became the Hulk. They go, Keanu he Reeves. He the Hulk for a while. Like, they just, everything they're just fed, they go like, yeah, it all adds up. What Keanu, a life though, huh? Keanu Reeves has lived a similar one. <laughs> yeah. From being the boyfriend of a girl in high school to then moving on to being... An excellent adventure in wild and wild stallions. I mean, yeah, it's social media is going to be one of those things where in 20 years they're going to understand what it actually does to us mentally. And so they'll be like outlaw the algorithm that is going to plague our generation. I mean, as you're you're saying it, as you're saying it, it's making me like just go like I can get off it like totally. I really like dude. All our, all our friends who were ever you know you know last year were you know quote unquote canceled for whatever they did. It only existed on Twitter and Instagram in the real life. Like when they went to Starbucks, nobody cared. Like yeah. nobody cared right at all. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, the average person doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about when you talk about like cancel culture. They're like, what? I drive a bus. Like also, I don't know. you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Man, everyone's kind of has jumped in though. I mean, like. I see my mom on Facebook enough now to even go. I was like, "Damn!" I know she's not on Instagram and jumped over to that, but the fact that my mom has figured out Facebook at all, yeah, blows but, my but, mind. 
But my so, argument to that, my argument, again, to each their own, but my argument to that would be because her son is in entertainment, she's kind of forced to be a part of it or get, you know, because she supports what you do. But the people that, like, have nothing to, to do with, like, I, dude, like two years ago, right? It's just like at the height of like the Me Too shit, whatever. Like two years ago, I was out in Suffolk County, Long Island at a friend's house and they were having a party. And this, you know, 30 year old uh, school teacher, you know, female school teacher, we were talking and she was like, uh, you know, I forgot like something, somehow like Louis CK came up and I was yeah. like, oh, like, I think I was like, oh, Louis my favorite, you know, comic or whatever. And she was like, that's awesome, mine too. I was like, oh really? I was like, I was like, you're like, you're not scared to say that nowadays. And she was like, what are you talking about? This was like at the height of everything. And I was like, you know, like Louis thing. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, the Me Too stuff? And she was like, what? And then I was like, yeah, you like jerked off in a plant and did this and did that. And she was like, oh God. She was like, and he's getting in trouble for that? She was like, that turns me on if you jerked off into a plant. And I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, yeah. I was like, um, oh, so you don't care at all. And she was like, no. She was like, I couldn't care less. And that's why I like- I kind of want to watch him jerk off into a plant. Yeah, and that's why I like that's why I like like being with Jasmine because she just doesn't care. She's like, listen, Chris, if you ever fucking did anything to me or something like that, you know, like like made me feel inappropriate, she was like, I would just throw you out the window or punch you in the stomach. I would so shut up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So this is like I've just grew up around like bulldog like like women, you yeah. know. So I, I I I sometimes like when all these things happen, like that's why I just disconnected. I was like, yo, everybody seems mad on social media about things. Most things don't affect people the way they think it affects you. You're getting yeah. mad at shit that's happening 3,000 miles away. You have nothing to do with it. You just want to be part of some fucking bullshit team. So I'm like, I'm disconnected. I'm with the kids. I'm watching Wreck-It Ralph, watching Cosita Linda when Abuelita comes over. We're eating okay. rice and beans. We're having a good time. We're doing backyard bar wars, and that's it, and I'll kill Hell myself yeah. tonight. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. We don't have a ton of time with you, so I... I love just talking shit with you back and forth, but please tell us about the show. So like, Backyard uh, Bar Wars, July 8th, 1030, comes okay. out um, right after Impractical Jokers. It's now just you're in the of True those... TV family, dude. Now you're a made man. I'm in the True TV family. It's one of those things where I'm pretty sure if it gets a second season, I'll just get replaced by Joe Gatto, which will be fine. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, they're going to bring him or, him or Q are going to take over. Like, yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Yeah, I'll just fucking come over with Joe Gatto. Uh, I'll just get taken over, and that's fine. Um, and it's a good show, dude. It's just we build bars. We build bars. In and you did it during up. COVID, right? Like he was still... Yeah, we're still doing it. We're still doing it No, but it right like now. shit was... You, you were in California doing like Gavin Newsom lockdown COVID. Oh, my God, dude. And the pilot, when we were shooting the pilot, I mean, people were coming out in fucking Chernobyl suits. Like they were walking out of nuclear reactors just to do this show on the set of True TV and I, on the set of these uh, bars. And I was just like, I was just like, you know, this is a lot, but, but you know, we did it. We're, we're almost through. We got two more episodes left to film. And it's a fun show, man. I mean, people- Are you guys doing like a bracket style or is it like over the season a champion? No, we, not yet. That's not, if, I think if it gets a second or third season, that would be a great idea. But right now it's basically two, say like, you know, like Dan and, and Jay, you guys both have- you know, houses and bars in the backyard, uh, uh, just backyards, no bars there yet. So you okay. both want bars. So we both give you $25,000 right. and you design and build like the sickest bar that you could imagine. Like, you know, with the help of contractors, there's these two other guys on the show called uh, Anton and Anthony Downing, identical twin brothers from Chicago. They 
help like you design the bar and it has to have each I wanted each to build the guy a you damn bar, but I showed up and he drank all of his damn money. One of the Chicago <laughs> twins. If you, I can't build a guy a damn bar. He's an alcoholic. He drank out of it. If yeah. I, well, I feel like if you don't have a pool in your backyard, what are you doing? Then, uh, then this, grass, yeah, I, I, I'd say you, sh- you shouldn't even be able to compete. Yeah. Well, the pe- well, that's the thing. The people that have the pools in their backyard, they already have like this advantage that like yeah. nobody wants to admit. And e- every episode, when I ask somebody who's got the pool in the backyard, I'm like, "Well, you're going to win." And they're like, "You can't say that because we need stakes so people watch the show." I'm like, "Yeah, but there's fucking absolutely no way the person." I, with the I mean, you got to be a, you'd have you'd have to be a buffoon to think that the pool's not going to jump. Everybody thinks about getting uh, a little goofed at the bar. And then jumping in the pool. Jumping in the goddamn pool. I would tell you the only way. Backyard drunk and lunk around with your friends on uncomfortable furniture. That's stupid. Sit on a couch. A pool even invites the idea that maybe the guy who's hosting the party's fucking weird, chubby wife gets drunk and pulls her bikini top off and jumps (laughs) in the pool. Stupid, crazy shit trying to recapture your youth. I would tell you just to be in the game, you'd need a hot tub. Yeah. Uh, uh, No, no, just a hot tub. Nah. A That's lot of people get hot tubs put in because you can there get you, you can get as part of your bar you can get like accessories like you can do. Does it's just, just the twenty five grand back just a pool. Twenty five grand's not enough at all. Uh, yeah, just give me a pool. Yeah, I I, I feel like I you know so 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 what so what happens is then you get all right sorry sorry my daughter she's like she's trying to go to sleep I'm like all right good night good night did anybody yeah, cr- I, you know what I feel like this would be a spoiler but did anybody have the idea of Building a bar around a really nice above ground pool. I know it's almost an oxymoron. But what is this? Are you garbage? <laughs> no, you're not wrong about that. Because I, I, I use, I do use the above ground pool as an example of being garbage for sure. I, I, yeah. For sure. But I wonder if anybody was so garbage. But for twenty five grand, an above ground pool is very cheap. So you can build a a, a badass bar possibly around yeah. an See, above ground pool. And, that, and that's what I'm saying because we're for, for at least for the first season, the, the backyards that we were in, like deep in the valley in in the L A area, they're pretty nice backyards, you know, already. So and the bars are sick. They genuinely are like unbelievably like crazy bars. But if we get a second season, that's what I want to do. I'd rather go. I want to go to Delaware County. I want to go to New Jersey. Yeah. I want to go to like fucking Baltimore and just yeah. build the just go deep and just build these bars around the above ground pools. You know, the porches, the fucking, you know, the, the little barbecues in the backyard. That's what I want to do, because I feel like that then we'll get like real genuine, real character. Somebody will die during taping. Do it where production's nervous every day. Yeah, uh, there's insurance problems you you run into where you guys got to take a week off. Liability issues. Yeah, I like all of that. Yeah. I would say by season five, take it to the high plains. Go Colorado. Get real dangerous and maybe even go to Wyoming or Nebraska. Go somewhere real rural. Yeah. Well, there was a cast. There was a casting issue on one of the episodes. One of the contestants, like they did a background check and found out that they used to deal like methamphetamines. And they're like, oh, "Oh, then they they can't compete on the show. I'm like, why would you not put them on the show? That's the guy that needs to be on the show. He's fucking selling meth to me and the Downing Brothers while they're building these bars. That's what we need. By the way, a guy guy on meth's going to save on his labor uh, when he's getting that twenty five dollars because he's going to go out there. That guy's working through the night. He's, I don't know if he's going to have the best bar, but he's going to have the cleanest bar. He's gonna have the, well, he's going to have the cleanest bar, and I'm telling you, that guy hammers nails at a rate that yeah. you could almost have to buy a machine mm-hmm. to do. Uh, factory-like. Just punk, punk. Dude, and then, and, then, and then whoever loses, because then your bar gets judged by, like, your friends and neighbors, and then whoever loses has to get punished because it's true TV, and they can't have a show without a punishment. 
Nice. <laughs> I would think you just take the bar away. Why wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you like, just give me back that bar? You lost. That's what I thought would have been better instead of a punishment is whoever loses, we literally light their bar on fire. That's yeah, the last smash it up show. or something. Yeah. That's yeah, not a terrible kind of, idea. What kind of punishment? Hey, Jacob. Um, Chris, uh, <laughs> man, this sounds like my kind of show. Lewis just yeah. built a backyard bar. I know he, we were doing uh, uh, we were doing uh, the raw report uh, earlier today, and he showed us his his backyard. Yeah. Um, it was nice. Um, so some of the punishments, like you know, like down like a slip and slide with like beer and nacho cheese. Then they then they hooked this other guy up to like this wheel, and they spun him around in this wheel, and they shot him with a super soaker filled with vodka. They were yeah. shoot, They were doing that. Um, then you have like That's people in like frat a, boy punishment. <laughs> yeah, he goes. You guys got to get spanked by all these Hawaiian yeah, tropic you models. You got to bob for tampons and tequila. It would be even yeah. better as if you made all the losers go to AA and work the twelve steps. <laughs> you oh, have that. to work it hard. You have to have a, a commitment. Yeah, a one year commitment to AA. You can't drink, bud. You lost bar wars. You got to go fucking put it together. Get that. Yeah. I remember the bar wars. Oh, the bar. What stopped you from drinking, Peepa? He goes the bar. Wars of 2021. <laughs> yeah, then somebody was from Montreal and they just they they dumped a uh, fucking poutine all over them. It was pretty gross. Oh man, that does oh, sound man. more party and sexual than actual punishment. Yeah, Probably dude. easy to get though. But just bottoms of poutine. No, dude, just we were cold. in California. We were like we were like in like Van Nuys, California. The poutine it wasn't even poutine. It was just like French fries and mashed potatoes and like slices of Kraft American cheese. It was <laughs> <laughs> poutine. Oh. That's a bad like, combo. Oh. Yeah, I'll tell you the garbage again though. You're not looking at it. It's not a pretty sight, but what you just described: French fries, mashed potatoes, sounds and, good, and Kraft slices. You're not looking at it. Maybe there's a little ketchup on the plate from something else. You'll eat it. Bad. You'll choke it down. You'll choke it not down. Not bad. That would destroy my fitness pal. Oh, are you getting in shape now, dude? I was trying. I was trying. But then after the baby's born, like, you know, I'm just going to lose it all again. I'm just like, I'm just accepting that it's not going to happen for me. And I'm just going to try to be as I'm going to try to look as decent as I possibly can in clothes. Because the yes. thing with me is I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a surprise. A lot of times, like people think, oh, you're in such good shape. And then I take my shirt off and they're like, what happened there? Like, hey, you know, like they're like, I'm a, I'm a surprise body with you, too. Some yeah. people are like, oh, and then I take it off, and they're like, Louis Katz was legitimately upset with my torso when we filmed the Mauricio, Mauricio video. Oh, I yeah. I took my shirt off, and he was like, what are you doing? I think I bring what you're expecting when I pop the old <laughs> shirt off. But, Jay, oh. but I'd rather be that because, because with Dan and I, there's these expectations, and then, like, you know, you're just like, you know, it's just bad. Like, I, I told the story off, once. Like, but, sorry. So when they yeah, see us I, coming, they're like, oh, it's that one fucking slob and those two in shape yeah. guys. And then we all got to get them shirts off. Yeah. Although that was funny. I did. did Christi, was that Christina said that when you yelled at me for ruining everybody's time in the oh, pool? Because yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. such, I'm such an insecure idiot. Like, I hate like that. I was I, I love swimming. Sure. And I'll never swim in a shirt. So sure. but it's just like. The idea of so many people there that I don't hang with like a ton also, you know, like to see my shirt off in a pool is like a weird, I don't know. So, but when everyone took their shirts off and got in that pool out in Vegas, I was so not intimidated by everyone's body. That yeah. When I got in the pool, I went, you know, this whole this is a dad bod squad. Oh, man. Really? That was yeah, the dad bod squad. And That's what I, I went, called it. I, I called it dad bod squad. And then when I told Christine that, she was like. Why do you have to ruin everyone else's time? Because you have yeah. insecurity. <laughs> it's just right. Well, I mean, like, dude, once, once, <laughs> hey, once guys, Joe we're Durant, all not great. 
Yeah. Once Joe DeRosa won in the pool with no shirt on, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm better than him. By the way, Joe's blind. Joe, here's why I did it. When Joe took his shirt off to simply sit down and smoke a cigarette, I was like, shirt off and sitting down, the confidence. I go, dude, I peeled right down and jumped in that pool. Dare I'm like, I say I was. Dad, I'm fine, dude. Dare I say I was peacocking around that pool after Joe DeRosa <laughs> took his shirt off? Oh, yeah. I was like, this is, a man, that can, this is a man that does planks. I was walking around going, ladies. Hello. But I love yeah. Joe because Joe owns it completely. He'll like squeeze his titties together and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play, like, I can't play around like that, no, man. He, he, and, 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 and women think he's handsome. Like even Jasmine, I was like, well, look at Joe DeRosa. She was like, I don't know what it is. No, she's like, Joe's a good-looking guy. I've always like, I think he's attractive. Guy. It just bothers me. He calls the show Backyard Barn Wars because he says I'm a pig. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I fucking love that guy. I love DeRosa. Yeah, absolutely. Joey D. No, Joe's yeah, a handsome fella for sure. He's he a handsome curl. a... When he lets his curls come out, too. Oh, yeah, that little Egyptian hair. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. You got to bring him on the show as the appraiser. But I, I kind of found... I kind of, like... Was able to watch Joey discovering his stud hood because when he first moved to New York, I mean, he had only slept with at that point somewhere like four girls, maybe or maybe a little less, I think. And then like, but he was like, you know, his early twenties. And then he just when he came to New York, when he started, just like it was happening for, it was fun to watch, wheeling and dealing, wheeling and dealing, dude, crushing that. Head. Then there was a short period of time. Where if you met a girl comic and you're like, have you met Joe DeRosa? I'm like, yeah, fucked him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He banged, he banged like every girl comic at one point. Cause that was, was when Chris and I were coming up. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that hung, too. Because he, uh, he hung He got me a couple till, of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hung till 5 a.m. That's why, dude. He played the long game. The, long, the one night long game, I should yeah. say. And he'd be like, oh, this game is a crazy game. Dude, there was a couple of dates. There was a couple of dates I went on when I was single, like you know, like whatever, ten years ago, where it's like, I'm like, oh, I really like this girl. And then I'm like, you ever hooked up with any other comics, like you know, out there? And like one, you know, girl was like Joe DeRosa. I was like, check, please, just yeah, get out of here. no, that, what? Because that I can't get over that. I wouldn't okay. be able to get over that. Yeah, no. Because he's a buddy uh, too. Ah, uh, Joe it's just DeRosa. Christine threw me John F. O'Donnell uh, with a giggle, like let's just laugh that off together. And I was just, in, I was like. Huh. <laughs> John M. O'Donnell. <laughs> oh my god I, I was like you never uh, you never hooked him with any of the comics have you she goes oh you're gonna laugh at this one yeah. John F. O'Donnell I went <laughs> <laughs> bro John F. O'Donnell has more comedy specials than all of us yeah it's true <laughs> does he he's got numbers he's got like a hundred comedy specials Really? I've never known yeah, that but, at all. No, but like, not, nah, you know, like he just, it's not, you know, you know what it is. He just, <laughs> no, for sure. But I didn't even know he had a bunch of stuff out like that. Oh, dude, shit. He's got a bunch, Are dude. things happening, Dan? We got to stop no. the show right now. <laughs> dude, Chrissy D, go check him out on Backyard Bar Wars, a new home renovation series on True TV, July 8th at 10 or 1030? Uh, 10.30. 10.30 p.m. Uh, go follow him uh, on, it's Chrissy D Comedy. What, Chris Stefano? It's uh, the website. My website uh, for stand updates is chrisdcomedy.com. That's we just what opened it is. Up t- we just opened up tickets in Providence, Rhode Island, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So go Ooh. get those tickets now. Go in July get it. And August, Chris baby. Is, July and August. Chris is fucking hilarious. Go check him out on the road. Bigjcomedy.com. DanSoder.com. We will catch you guys tomorrow live at 5. Oh, did you just make, that up? Bonfire. Just make that up right there? Live at 5. Yeah, Ron. Live. pretty sick, bro. You got skills. Mad sick. Peace.